on air and iHeart Radio. She's on the Money Radio Show. With Victoria Devine. Starts now. Oh, hello and welcome to the She's on the Money radio show podcast, the radio show podcast for millennials who want financial freedom. That'll well do. Well done, Trav. You know what? We'll take it, it from will. there. This so. week was, will we call it a doozy or a win? I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, it, we saved money on uh, paying people. We got slave labour in, which is fantastic. I literally tried to replace myself with three 10-year-olds. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm 30, 31, so you know what? I'll get three 10-year-olds. That is equal to one Victoria. I I was going to say, um, collectively, probably more mature than me or Mitch put together. So. Honestly, yeah. I genuinely felt like Alice had it in a wrap. She was like, no, I know what I'm doing. This is how you should do it. We had the best chats. I have pulled so much content from our conversation that didn't make it to radio that I'm going to use on the podcast because I was like, you know what? This is wild. Not only that, um, it's actually hilarious to see like the reactions of these kids when they yeah. thought something cost a certain amount or somebody got paid a certain amount and then when we told them how much it actually made, I think we've actually armed them with this kind of info. They're going to like rock out of here and be I like... I tried so hard not to be rude mm. because I was like, I don't want to laugh at their responses because that's kind of rude. But when they said that a nurse earns six grand a year, I was like, oh, oh this is going to offend some people. I love it. <laughs> well, do you think that um, like we were that intelligent when we were kids? No I way. don't feel I was that switched I on. wasn't. I wouldn't have had a clue if someone had said to me at 10, hey, Victor, like, what's your budget tip? I'd be like, what's a budget, babe? Like, yeah. what are we talking about truly, here? What truly. do you mean? How much can I buy from Quick Stop down the shop? That's all I was going to Honestly, say. all I cared about was getting my mum to walk up to the corner shop with me because mm. I wasn't allowed to go on my own because I really wanted to buy mixed lollies. And then I'm pretty sure I pissed her off by the amount of time I would spend, like, working out which whiz fizz or fizz lolly I was going to buy and should I get a gobstopper because they last longer. But also, the, you remember the ghost job? Yes. Those were like, you know, five for a dollar or something. Honestly, it was it was the biggest issue I had as a child. That's what I was going to say. I want to give a shout out to Charlie at Quick Stop in Kenwick because he used to have the most patience ever. There'd be always 10 kids just standing there for an hour yeah. with their dollar going oh, oh. I get five ghost drops then yeah. I can't get a fizzer and fizzers were like 20 cents each do you guys remember brain lickers oh my gosh oh so good and they were like the biggest investment you go like okay but I've only got a dollar here so if I want that I'm not going to be able to get anything else yeah and oh do you God, remember yeah. how expensive Pez refills were like yeah. you remember those flip top yeah. lollies where the like little lolly that didn't even taste that good came out but it like was super novel and they always had like Disney characters and stuff. Yep. All of those Pez refills were like a dollar, so I never wanted to buy them, but I always wanted the refills. So anyway, it was a lot as a kid to go through. And this just absolutely stamps home how intelligent these three 10-year-olds were, considering we're still talking about lollies and they're telling us about, you know, investing and putting 50-50 split into this and that. So Honestly, yeah. I got some <laughs> advice for my wedding from them just yes! before, and they said that I should have only spent $100 on flowers and I definitely shouldn't be paying the celebrant. I think so. <laughs> Steve might have had something to do with that. Yeah, Your partner, maybe. maybe he slipped that yeah, in. Yeah, hey. maybe he's slipping that in. But you know what they did tell me? They what? told me that the dress is more important than the suit. So take that, Stephen. They also had some hot political takes on, on the gender pay gap and men versus women. And Trav oh, got that a got real spicy. Oh, no, yeah. I just like equality. That's all one thing. It's quite funny how people talk about equality but then say somebody should be paid more than the other person. It's like, well, equality means equal, guys. So. Yeah, but they also knew that women are putting in far more unpaid labour and they said that that shouldn't be 
be happening. So these kids were very switched on. I got put in my place. You anyway. definitely did. We had a bit of fun go, as go well. Go back to that place. We had a bit of fun as well because we did Facebook Marketplace Trash or Treasure Dead Pet Themes by accident this week, which Honestly, was fun. It was, it was morbid. It was gruesome. Truly iconic. Yeah. All right. We're probably going to have a chat to our producer. Yeah, we probably should get into the show. This is She's on the Money right now. Enjoy. What do the kids today know about money? Should I ask you, Mitch? Are you going to be in the know here? Yeah, well, this kind of came up organically. It was it last week or the week before? It was. It came off the back of canteen chat, as food is always related. But I was wondering, like, do kids pay the same price as we paid in school these days? Because oh. inflation isn't just affecting adults, right? I don't know. Do you remember pocket money and going and doing school yeah. lunches? Like, I yeah. used to think it was the biggest honour to have to carry the washing basket all yeah. the way to the canteen <laughs> with everyone's paper bags and their orders on it. And then oh at lunchtime, you were on lunch order duty, you'd go to the lunch order spot, you'd pick up your lunch orders and get to yep. bring them back to the class and the class thought you were the hero. And remember yeah, the money was sticky taped to the front. Yes. yes. Oh, the change, the change. And you had to make sure you had an envelope and you had to like write down everything that yes. you wanted and it always equaled like $4 and I would get like a chalky milk, one of my meat pies and like, you know, a Zupa Duper or something and that was wild. Pizza pockets. Be- I oh, pizza, pizza pocket. pockets. Yeah, you are yeah. young, aren't you? That was definitely not on the menu. <laughs> For me, the best. Trav, thing- what did you have? Dry toast and milk. Oh, uh, it was back in the war days, yeah. So it was more gruel. <laughs> but no, my yes. mum used to work in the library, so I used to go at lunchtime and go and see my mum, and she'd always give me two bucks, and I'd go and buy myself a little joker or fudge bar. Oh, but that's the thing, right? money two wins. Yeah, two, two bucks, bucks is a lot of money. So yeah, we used to have days. juice cups at our school, so they were literal cups of juice that had been frozen. Eighty cents oh. a pop. Money win. I mean, you're a massive podcaster, obviously now in the finance world. We're when did you actually start learning and getting educated about money, V? Oh, look, I grew up with an accountant dad, so he was teaching us since the early days. But the real question here is, Victoria, when did you start listening? And I still <laughs> yeah. haven't. Like, I, I really haven't. My dad's still like, ah, oh, V, are you sure you should be doing this? I'm like, Dad, Dad, sit down. It's all good. Don't you know? I have a podcast, so people your trust parents me. good with money, V? Like, do you think that's where it stemmed from? I reckon my parents were really good with money, to be honest. I mean, mm. I'm not going to be like, oh, they were super wealthy. But, like, one thing I do remember, is my mum being the queen of budgeting. Like, she yep. is so good at money that I would argue she's probably the one that should be running this podcast. Let's be honest. Oh, my, that's a good spin-off. Mum's on the money. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I'd listen. But wait, V, did you get pocket money growing up? Like, what was your money? Oh, How do much you know what? You I get, did like- get pocket money growing up. Yeah. And my dad had a strategy for this. It was 50 cents for every year old you were. So if you were oh. six, you got $3. If you were 12, you got six bucks. So if you were 13, though, you get six $6.50. So every single year on your birthday, your pocket money went up by 50 cents and that was per week. So that's what we earned and that was the strategy around it. But I guess everyone always says that they never learn enough about money when they're growing up in school. Like it's always, when am I going to need algebra? Why don't you teach me how to save for a house or pay my mortgage? Exactly. Yeah, what is interest? Please also, I just feel that. like these days when it comes to money, it's so much more widely understood that it's really behavioural, not so much about the one plus one equals two. And I feel like I did sit down and we did all of these. I remember being in primary school and we were we had the fake shop to learn about money and we would have to put the prices on it and, you know, take our fake money or Monopoly money or whatever they'd given us and we'd buy things at the fake shop. And I also remember learning about money in that it was a reward in our office. And I just feel like nowadays we really need to teach them that the way that 
that we transact around money is really linked to our thoughts, our values, our beliefs and our behaviours. And I just think that that should be really a part of the curriculum beyond like, hey, here's how to put money in a bank account. Yeah. How much did you learn from Dolomites, Mitch? Oh, God, nothing. I, I think it was empty my whole childhood career. I don't even remember what the point of that was other than the artwork on the yellow checkbook. Remember Literally, and, remember and asking mum and dad the morning of Dolomites Day, yeah. being like, mum, I need money for my Dolomites. And mum being like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot. And then like scrambling to get stuff from her purse yeah. and being like, oh, here's eight bucks or whatever it was. Like, that's my memory of it. And as much as we were being taught, quote, about the banking system, I really don't think that it was ever taught to me that, Victoria, if you want to achieve X, this is how and when and where and why. And I just think that I'm obviously quite passionate about this and would love to take it to schools, but you know, I've got to work out how that might happen to begin with. Yeah, we don't need you to go to schools. We're going to bring the school to the studio, right, Trav? We have some kids outside the studio right now. Have we asked their parents' permission or where did these kids actually come from? <laughs> no, we have. It's all above board. Don't worry about that. They are our producer's kids, which is yes. one of the benefits of having a producer with kids, right? Exactly. You can exploit them. And she's also very good at looking after us who are pretty much like her own kids. Yeah, 10 However, out of 10. Can recommend her as a surrogate mother if you need one. Let's see what kids nowadays know about money. Let's bring our three 10-year-olds into the studio, see what they actually are learning in school. Do you reckon they know a lot about money or do you reckon they... I think we'll be shocked. Let's get them in. What a team. Well, we're a team that's about to grow by three because last week on the show we were talking about kids and what they can afford these days at school and the school canteens and do kids know about finance? Because your podcast, Victoria, so many, hundreds of thousands of listeners, millions, some would say. Literally millions. um, Yeah. Literally millions. Thanks for undermining me. No, I didn't want to fight in front of the children because we've got Autumn, Charlotte and Alice. We want to know, what do kids know about money these days? Guys, when I was in school, Mm. like in the early 2000, 2005, we had dollar mites, which was like a Commonwealth Bank thing where we were given checkbooks and we had to write checks and we had to bank and that was our introduction to banking. Do you guys get taught about money at all in school? Charlotte looks really excited about this. We do learn about money in school and at our school we used to have those books. Oh, how did you They're use them? So we used to put in like $5 every week. And what did you do with the money? Um, well, we could really save it for whatever we wanted to save it for. <laughs> Where did your $5 come from? Our parents. And did they give it to you as pocket money or just for this program or like why? Just for this program. Very, very cool. So the She's on the Money community have a number of questions for you guys. And the first question is, what is money? We're going to go with you, Autumn. What does it do? Why do we have it? Well, you can buy things with it. For an example, like you could buy like a water. Alice, what do you think money is? It's something you can buy different things with depending on the cost, depending on how much you have. Just say you want to buy a car, you save the money you needed and when you have enough, you could go buy a car. That's a good example. How much would a car cost? Probably like 40k. 40k? Oh, Oh, she's buying a baller car. Charlotte, how much would a car cost, do you reckon? Maybe 26,000. 26,000. Alice, how much do you think a car costs? I don't really know, but I'd go with like 9,200. I like it. It's like nine grand, but also you've got to pay some fees. All right, next question I've got for you. When you're a parent, you have to go to work and you have to put, you know, money in your bank account to put food on the table and like pay for rent or pay for the house. 
house. But how much do you think that stuff actually costs? Like how much money do you think that your parents spend on you maybe each year? Probably about maybe like a thousand or something. A thousand, you reckon? What about you, Charlotte? Maybe $3,000. $3,000 a year? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because got Christmas presents, birthday presents. And my dad, he usually buys us, like, something really special for Christmas, like something from Apple or something every year. Oh, my gosh. And what about you, Alice? How much do you reckon it costs to keep an Alice each year? Like, around... 2500 I feel like these are really big numbers, but there's also other costs I want to know about. So when it comes to putting a roof over our heads, right? Like you guys have heard of a mortgage, right? Yeah. How much each week do you think it costs to pay for a house? A week. A week. Maybe 700 or something? 700 a week? Mm. Oh my gosh. Charlotte, what do you reckon it costs a week? I'd say probably 500. 500. And what about you, Alice? Probably like 650. Whoa, that's so much money. All right, so we are going to go through what people earn based on their sector. So what type of job they have. So we're going to start with healthcare and social assistance. So this would be like nurses and people working in caring roles. Autumn, straight out the gates. What do you reckon they earn? 10 grand. What if I told you that the average registered nurse in Australia has a salary of $79,000 each and every single That's year? That's a lot. That's a lot. I was close. You were close. <laughs> totally. Well, if we divided it by 10, maybe. All right, guys, I want to know next. What do you think a policeman makes? Charlotte? I'd maybe say... 70, 80,000. Oh my gosh, you're right on the money. What about a teacher? Uh, probably like 40,000. 40,000. What do you reckon, Charlotte? Maybe 10 to 20,000. 10 to 20,000. Autumn? Probably 25. 25. Is this what we think they're worth based on your teachers? No. No. Okay. Yes. What do you no. reckon they should get paid? Probably like 50. 50? Yeah, well, teachers are a hard job. Teachers are a hard job. They have to put up with you guys. <laughs> I agree. So what if I told you that the average teacher salary in Australia is $86,357 each year? That's a lot. That's a lot. All right, I think we should give the girls a little bit of a break, get them some more sugar. I had Trav, convinced them. They could them. raid the prize vault. Yeah, they actually in, in the did. Station. They actually yeah. did. We'll take them out there during the break. But girls, you need to get your stuff together because I haven't done my work this week and I'm going to need your help to do some Super Saver Saturday tips right after this. All right, we're going to play Australia's favourite game though, Facebook Marketplace Trash or Treasure. If you think you're a Facebook Marketplace pro, you can find us some trash or treasure hit us up she's on the money on socials this is she's on the money radio show why are you on facebook it is time to do Facebook Marketplace Trash or Treasure. As a team, we love to trawl through Facebook Marketplace to see what incredible finds we might be able to stumble across. I definitely have been leaning on the She's on the Money community here, though, and the one that I have got might have been sent to me, might have found it online myself. We also like to find and present you guys with some worthless trash, basically. It's mm, what yeah. makes Saturdays so great. So, guys, what have you found this week? Mitch, can you take it away first? Because you have not stopped telling us that we are not going to like this one. Well, it's not. It's not that you're not going to like it. It's just you might bring up your breakfast because. Oh yeah, dog- cool! Can't wait. <laughs> 
dog rug um, in brackets, Snoopy. Now, I know what you're thinking, Snoopy. Well, that's the name. The Snoopy of, rug. That is that like the Snoopy dog brand? No, it's not a Peanuts rug. It's uh, it's Snoopy, the family dog, who Kathy uh, in the UK has turned into a rug a, when he passed oh, a rug. away. The description is treasured family pet, has to be sold as new. Dog keeps trying to hump it. Looking what? for a hundred pound or nearest offer. Very cozy and unusual piece. And it's a rock wheeler that they've had taxidermy into a they rug. They turned their dog into a rug when it died. I think a hundred quid is, is to be honest, a good price. What's the conversion there? Two hundred dollars mm, yeah. for somebody else's dead dog. <laughs> you know what? I'll DM her. What? I'll DM her 150 um, or nearest offer. That's what I'll say. Oh, hard no from me. Trav, what do you reckon? Is that trash or treasure? 100% treasure. You reckon treasure? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this. This makes me really uncomfortable. I'm such of a course pet it's person. Not treasure. That's Would disgusting. you taxidermy your dog once they passed away? No. Do you know <laughs> what? I want to move on from this. We've deemed okay. this treasure because I feel really rude if we called that trash. Trav, what are you bringing to the table this well, week? I don't want to keep the uh, the pet train going, but Victoria, this is something amazing you're going to love because it is a beautiful dress. Oh! She describes it as a Talbot sheath dress with rosette applique. What is it? Applique. Yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Nice. Cat hair all over it from my cat who passed away last year. What is with you and dead pets? A special <laughs> gift for the cat lover, cat lady in your life. Can I see the picture wow. of this? That is heinous. <laughs> are you kidding? It's a no from me. Yeah. How much are they trying to get for that, Trav? Oh, a cheap price of $120, Victoria. I, I actually can't. Mitch, would you buy a dress that had somebody else's dead cat fur on it? <laughs> Yes, also, yes, did yes, you two yes. collude? No. Were you like, you know what? We no, should we do didn't. dead pet content. In fact, I'm really disappointed I don't have a pet-themed marketplace find. Um, this week, guys, it is very good. This has been sent in through by Liz, who is one of our She's on the Money radio listeners. She says, Victoria, you're moving into your new house very soon. Can't miss this. Um, so it's custom made. It is a barbecue cooler combo. So it's kind of got like a fire pit and a... Um, um, uh, ice box, mm-hmm. so you can like sit around the fire pit and then grab a drink straight out of the ice box, which sounds really good. It's eight hundred bucks, so it's a pretty big investment, I reckon. Mm. But it's actually a toilet. Oh my so, god! So they've made the fire pit out of the the toilet bit, and in the cistine where you would keep the water, you can just fill it full of ice and pop your drinks in. Innovative. So- Innovation plus. I just, I I would have never thought of this. I mean, it definitely is custom made because they've popped a grill over the top of the toilet bowl so that, you know, you could probably use it to barbecue your food, make a steak, or, you know, do literally anything you want with it because, like, the options are endless here. Love that it's been repurposed. Dead pets and toilets are what we do best right here on She's on the Money. But hey, if you've got a Facebook marketplace, trash or treasure, hit us up on socials just search she's on the money coming up next though let's get those girls back into the studio victoria and do a little super saver saturday this week we are going to get the girls to give you some hot tips on how to keep more bucks in your bank account so don't go anywhere if you need some financial advice from three 10 year olds no other show in the world would give you that kind of service very special edition of this this week guys 
Saturday. Okay, every week Victoria gives us some snicker tips on how to keep more bucks in your bank account, and we get really good feedback. Like this is genuinely very good. Today could be could be a little bit different because we got uh, our, our our little pals back in the studio today. Um, earlier on in the show, you would have met the wonderful Autumn Charlotte and Alice, and they are going to share this week a savings tip each. So, Alice, what is your savings tip? It could Hi, be Alice. for anything. I think when you're saving money, kind of like split it 50-50. So 50% of it is going to like what you're saving for. Then the other 50% is like, just so you see something and you want to buy it, then you have the freedom to do that. I love this. What do you reckon, Mitch? Do you reckon that would work for you? Yeah, listen, I was a piggy bank kid growing up. Do you girls have any cash? Do you keep cash or do you have your own bank accounts? I have um, cash because for Christmas and birthdays, I get cash from my aunties and uncles and nannies and things. Do you have one then that gives you more? Like, I've, I'm Dutch, so I've got an Oma. She gives me $20 and a scratchy, but my nan, my nan, oh, she gives me $100, $250 notes. And I don't tell Oma that nan is more generous, but do you have, like, one stingy nan and one really generous one? Yes. So my dad's mum is much more generous, but my mum's mum is isn't so generous. It's okay to call them out because it just means that your nana needs to be better. Oh, Trav, pull your head in. Let's move on from that. Autumn, I want to know, what is your savings tip? Mine is probably put some of your money in your bank account when you're older, like if you have a bank account, and you can, like, save that for, like, holidays, like, buying special things. So, yeah, that's... That's my tip. What about you, Charlotte? What is your number one money tip of the week? Um, probably to always have backup money. So, like, say if you lose your job, you'll still you'll have money to lean on. I love this. Literally, guys, you are going to know. You talk about this all the time. I talk about this all the time. Oh, my gosh. What about you, Alice? Well, I think it's really important, especially, like, the job I want to go into. You might not always be hired, like, so you need to have the money to be able to still keep yourself upright and keep working for it. I think you guys have been listening to our show a lot. Oh, my gosh, guys. I feel like those tips are absolutely going to help us stretch our bucks a little bit further each and every single week. Trav, are you happy with the tips that they've given this week? Do you reckon I'm out of a job? I think they're the best three tips we've ever had on this show. Just putting it out there. Yeah, look, God, I really... God, that doesn't say much for I, you, Vee. Look, I can't do much. I, look, I'm probably going to be made really redundant soon between the She's on the Money community basically running Trash or Treasure and these three actually running the money-saving segment. Like, I literally don't need to be here. You are Australia's number one finance podcast. Not in, for long. Don't you forget that. All right, we do got to get out of here. Mitch, uh, you're sticking around the Life Uncut radio show with Britt Hockley and Laura Byrne. They are coming up next with you, sir. Uh, Have yourselves a great week and we'll see you next week, guys. See ya.